Hello, this is your judge, John Hodgman, here with orders to listen to a new podcast that you will enjoy from Maximum Fun. Ben Harrison and Adam Pranica, you know them from their very popular Star Trek podcast on Maximum Fun. Well, now they're teaming up with the legendary John Roderick, your friend and mine, raconteur, historian, musician, and all-around fascinating human being and future mayor of Seattle. They have a new podcast called Friendly Fire. Friendly Fire is a comprehensive look at war movies, then and now. The three will examine the films from all angles, stylistically, historically, politically, culturally, in the context of their own eras and ours. They argue, they joke, and sometimes John Roderick explains the 100 Years War, which is fun. He explains it to me once a year. You don't want to miss it. Coming in 2018 from MaximumFun.org, Friendly Fire. It's the weekly podcast equivalent of a trip to Dad's basement, where he's busy painting little lead figurines in Napoleon's Grand Armée. Listen to their trailer, where they review their own podcast as though it were a war film. Is that the most onanistic concept for a podcast trailer ever? Ah. Welcome to Friendly Fire. Welcome to Friendly Fire, the war movie podcast that doesn't even exist yet. I'm Ben Harrison. I'm Adam Pranica. And I'm Morley Safer. We came here to make a little a little preview episode just to tell people what they're going to get if they subscribe to Friendly Fire. And uh, maybe the best way to do that is to review our own show before it even hits the streets. So we're going to review 2018's <laughs> Friendly Fire, produced by Maximum Fun. This is uh, John Roderick's first actual podcast on the network, mm-hmm. which uh, that's got to be exciting for you, John. Longtime friend of the network, first time caller. <laughs> um, Can't believe you got through. So I'm really excited to see if I win tickets to the big concert. Uh, yeah. but, you know, You'll take your answer off the air, John. Uh, moving on. <laughs> I was expecting a lot of nudity from John in his performance, and by God, I got it. Got what I expected. It really pulls the Dieter Dangler out. Yeah, I've been enjoying. Uh, I've been enjoying watching this podcast go down. Um, I feel like I went into it feeling like it was going to be a comedy, uh, and then it became kind of a complicated, like drama. I, I thought that there would be more. Um, well, how, how do you say it? Like uh, more stunt casting, <laughs> uh, but it turns out every every uh, every actor in this podcast is uh, like proved to be really like key to the plot. You see a few depictions of cannibalism, and it and it occasionally <laughs> takes the comedy out of a program. <laughs> but I think one of the strengths of this show is that it pivots right back into comedy. You know, Adam and I have have a. Star Trek podcast that is very, very silly. And one thing that I have really appreciated about the process of making this show and kind of like figuring out what this show is, is that it's it's been really fun to like watch these movies through not only the eyes of like what's what's fun to make 
jokes about here, but also like, what can we learn from this as people who appreciate movies and also like people who are interested in history and, um, you know, getting to see a film through John's eyes as a person who knows a lot of that history and through Adam's eyes as somebody who knows a lot about about genre and, and filmmaking and stuff has been really fun for me. So when we initially conceived of it, it was like, let's watch old war movies. And we all, all three of us, I think, assumed that we would be watching World War II submarine movies where Don Rickles came on at a certain point and spilled a gallon of milk. What's the difference? He didn't say anything about avoiding seven. Okay, give everyone back his money, Kohler. And we all were like, yeah, let's do this. This is going to be fun. And then one of you two monsters picked <laughs> Saving Private Ryan as the first movie we reviewed. I will take responsibility for that. And so right out of the gate. Tell me I'm a good podcast, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> right out of the gate, we're watching a movie that has absolutely no comic relief in it whatsoever. Well, my thinking behind that was that it's this movie that kind of stands as like a a turning point in the history of war films in a lot of ways, like maybe didn't even realize what it was doing to the culture as it depicted just like completely insane amounts of violence. I also wanted to like pick a movie that basically everybody has seen for our first film. Uh, but yeah, like in, in jumping back into that and like thinking about whether it held up or not, uh, I, I was kind of surprised at, at like the movie I found myself watching for for that first episode. I could use a little morphine. Well, it did us a great service because in the course of the, yeah, 18 to 20 episodes we recorded, we have watched some movies that were lighthearted, but also it prepared us to to uh, to watch some films that are pretty heavy. And we were able with Saving Private Ryan, I think, to strike a, a balance between talking about it historically, talking about it as a film, whether it succeeds or fails as a film, the cultural impact it has. Like we, we managed to make it through without failing utterly to strike uh, <laughs> a, you know, a set of reasonable tones. And I think that empowered us going forward that we felt like, wow, if we can do that with Saving Private Ryan, I feel like we can watch almost any film in this genre and we've watched some movies that made Saving Private Ryan seem like Toy Story 1. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at our list here. I mean, we've got maybe I don't want to reveal titles, but we have films from 50s through present day basically and about things like you know, the Napoleonic War, World War II, Korean conflict. Uh we have a lot of openness in terms of like what is considered a viable uh, movie in the genre. You know, wearing that flag on that jacket, looking the way you do, you're asking for trouble around here, friend. And there's definitely some stuff on our on our longer list of movies that we select randomly from that really strain the definition of war film. It makes it fun because from week to week, we'll go from war to war, time period to time period, genre to genre. I think. It keeps the show fresh, and I think it keeps us fresh. Yeah, for sure. You guys are nothing if not fresh. So the way it works is like at the end of every episode, we give John an opportunity to pick a random number, which determines what our next movie is going to be. It is interesting. Um, 
I think if we had been picking movies by name, if we'd been saying like, all right, what movie are we going to do next? I think a long time ago we would have done Apocalypse Now or Platoon or or some kind of Vietnam picture. But because we're picking them randomly, we have hit on some big movies by our random method, but also a lot of small, unusual, sometimes foreign language war movies. And it's given me quite a lot of... uh, to think about in terms of like the war movie as a genre. I still don't think Rambo is a war movie, but you know, we have to make (laughs) some concessions to Adam because he has such strong feelings about things. (laughs) I mainly have strong feelings about uh, the film career of Sylvester Stallone. He doesn't know how to use the three seashells. (laughs) It's also important to say like, you don't need to have seen the movie necessarily to enjoy us casting pot about it. Our hope is that we're making a show that is fun either way, whether or not you've seen the movie. Well, and there are some movies I imagine if you haven't seen and you watch or and you listen to our episode, you'll want to go watch. There are some movies that we can spare you the agony of watching. And uh, we should say our, our buddy Rob Schulte is going to be producing and editing this show for us. And uh, we're in really capable hands and uh, we're really looking forward to it. So uh, if you haven't already subscribed and this sounds like it's interesting to you, I would say go to your podcasting application of choice and subscribe. And uh, the show officially starts January 12th, 2018. Even more exciting, perhaps, is that we've got a live show on the 17th in San Francisco as part of SF Sketchfest, we're doing the Greatest Generation and Friendly Fire Super Show at the Marines Memorial Theater. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that when the Marines find out that we're doing our dumb war movie podcast at their theater, they're going to be none too pleased. So if you're born to get hard, subscribe <laughs> to <laughs> Friendly Fire. <laughs> Every episode, we'll review the movie that we've discussed uh, on a scale of one to five things that I choose from each film. Almost every episode. I would say the first dozen or so, we didn't have this system. (laughs) Because I had yet to come up with this great idea. Yeah. Uh, In reviewing Friendly Fire, I'm going to choose a scale of bathtubs, which is the location where John records from (laughs) each and every time. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to review Friendly Fire with five whole bathtubs. Yeah, One of the great podcasts, I think. <laughs> I, I think I'll, I'm going to give it five bathtubs as well. You know, like we've recorded a lot of episodes dark, and so we don't know what people not us are going to think of the show, but I've been listening to like edits that Rob has been putting together, and I genuinely enjoy the show. So, yeah, five bathtubs and... Uh, I'm hoping people go to Apple Podcasts and give it five bathtubs as well. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it four and a half bathtubs. I'm gonna ding it. <laughs> I'm gonna ding it half a bathtub for it being a podcast with three white guys talking about war movies. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like you can't give it five bathtubs because it just it's it almost writes itself uh, that in 2018 it shouldn't exist by virtue of it is the. Smoking in the garage equivalent of <laughs> podcasts. 
But I do feel like people from all walks of life can enjoy this podcast. It's not a thing that is just relegated to like dads um, because we talk about every aspect of what we're watching culturally and also in a contemporary context. We don't shy away from looking at old movies and saying, you know, this doesn't fly anymore. This particular take on on what uh, what went down. Um, it doesn't fly for whatever reason or, or when it, uh, when it really does fly. But I think just the, by its very nature, this podcast needs to get dinged half a, half a bathtub. Yeah. We are idiots. I think when, when, uh, we pitched the show to Maximum Fun, Jesse Thorne's reaction was, well, you guys are really leaning into your dad core vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I podcast from a bathtub, uh, Adam presumably is in his garage, which is full of model trains and model planes that he's like tinkering with wearing a little magnifying glass headband. Sure. That's how you get into those details. (laughs) That's right. And Ben is like, I I, I always picture you naked on a bearskin rug, Ben. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> well, the show is neither 100% academic or all the way comedy. I think it occupies right. that space in between. What it is 100% is white and male. <laughs> well, and also, uh, viewer beware, a lot of war movies do not have any women in them. And a lot of war movies often do not have people of color in them except in the context of them being the enemy. So you're giving people just a laundry list of reasons not to listen, John, and I think that's kind of (laughs) counter to what we have gathered here today to do. Well, the thing is I don't feel like those are reasons not to listen because we look at those those things pretty carefully. yeah, I'd like you're... to subtract a bathtub from my review. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, these are war movies. And so, you know, in a lot of ways, wars are fought largely by men. And oftentimes, if a war movie is uh, is not considering the impact that the battle is having on a civilian population, there are a lot of war movies that are just like, this group of men are fighting that group of men. And the tension and the narrative it's really constrained in a very narrow sort of like there are four people fighting four people. Um, and that is interesting to look at. I think no matter who you are or no matter what, um, this isn't a, a genre of film that has a, a wide representation within it. You know, if you're looking for yourself, if you're a furry, for instance, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're a brony furry, and a juggalo. Since I'm naked on this bearskin rug, do I technically count as a furry, or is you're definitely the furry of the three of us? <laughs> but like, if you're if you're a, if you're a brony, you're not going to ever find yourself probably in one of these films. Although there are characters in war movies where you would think, you know, if it was the present day, that that character might be a brony. John, do you have a guy in this? Uh... In this project? I do. I do have a guy. You know, uh, my instinct would be to pick Ben Harrison as my guy just because he's like, because I feel like he's really risen to the challenge of this show. Like he's, um, like he's sort of the underdog. He came from behind uh, and Mm. uh, has really like, you know, like, like done pretty great work, I think, in this, uh, in this show. But I'm going to have to go with Adam. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Adam has uh 
I don't know. I, I've been a fan of Adam through his whole career. I've seen him in a lot of different productions. You know, he's bringing a kind of distracted nuance to this show <laughs> where you're never 100% sure that he's not looking at his phone. But like, maybe that's the character. Distracted nuances is how I'm going to defend myself to my wife's accusations that I don't pay attention to her when she's talking to me. Yeah, distracted nuance. <laughs> it's just distracted nuance. Come on. <laughs> I do feel like he's really inhabiting that. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Adam as my guy on this one. What about you, Ben? I think I'm going to go with Rob, actually, because mm-hmm. Rob Schulte is kind of the, uh, kind of the fourth beetle here. <laughs> there were four beetles, um, actually. In that, in that he's, uh, in that he's Ringo Starr, and uh, <laughs> I think uh, no, I mean, Beetle is what uh, you're looking for. But yeah, John, do you think I don't know that there's four Beatles? <laughs> you know what? How old are you? Like twenty? I have no idea. Do you know how many Beatles there are? Man, I'm I'm I am so insulted by your your thinking that that wasn't a joke. I'm constantly in a position of twentieth century splaining to you guys. um i don't really know what the beatles are but i know you and merlin man talk about them a lot and i'm aware that there are four of them and (laughs) rob is my guy because uh he's he's really helped us kind of like take this from an idea to a show this is a much more edited show than any of us are really used to doing i mean adam and i edit the greatest generation a lot but we don't cut a ton out usually. Rob is like is taking like an hour and a half of tape a lot of the time and turning it into a like really tight forty five minutes. It makes it fun and it you know I think it loosens us up like we're able to like you know go down some paths that I might hesitate to go down otherwise. And uh, and yeah, I think uh, I, I think uh, the show is all the better for it. Adam, who's your guy? My guy is John, because there's a moment before we record every show where I'm thinking, there's a chance he might not show up. <laughs> <laughs> there's like that scene from Goodwill Hunting when Ben Affleck tells Matt Damon, you know what the best part of my day is? The day I go up to your house and maybe you won't be there. <laughs> and to me, it's like every time we get on mic and all three of us are here, it's a huge joy and a relief at the same time that we get to make this super fun show. And I think uh, I think John's a great big part of that. So I'm excited to do this project with all of you, but maybe most especially you, John. Who could be gone tomorrow, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas, this has been fun. I think that this preview, this episode zero, uh, uh, anyone that listens to it is going to immediately think, this is the only podcast I'm going to listen to going forward. Besides the many other podcasts that all of us do, but this right. one mainly. Yeah, yes. right. <laughs> Watch all our other podcasts, too. So with that, uh, for John Roderick and Adam Pranica, I've been Ben Harrison to the victor. Go the spoiler alerts. Friendly Fire is a MaximumFun.org podcast. Hosted by Adam Pranica, Benjamin R. Harrison, and John Roderick. Produced by Rob Schulte. Our theme music is War by Edwin Starr, courtesy of Stone Agate Music. And our logo art is by Nick Dittmore. If you'd like to continue the conversation online, please use the hashtag FriendlyFire. You can find Ben on Twitter, at BenjaminAHR. Adam is at CutForTime. 
John is at John Roderick, and Rob is at Rob K. Schultz. Support the production of Friendly Fire by going to MaximumFun.org slash donate. But if the shit gets too thick, I mean, I'll go to the rifle. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.